Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Thursday, 10 November in the year of our Lord 2022. Like I said, there's a lot going on here. We're parallel processing a lot. This is going to be a press conference in Maricopa County here at Ben Burkwam is on the scene. We'll cut to that in a little while. Caroline Wren's going to join us back here from the Cary Lake, senior advisor at Cary Lake. Uh, we're also getting an update in Nevada. Uh, make sure we're going to go to also about Colorado and Lauren Boebert. Uh, for those folks out there worried about Harris County, Texas, we're going to be all over that. Uh, we are all, all over that and probably have an update for you guys this afternoon. Want to go uh, bring in uh, Congressman Jim Banks, a uh, naval officer and uh, from the great state of Indiana. Uh, Congressman Banks, you ran the Republican study group. You kind of laid out uh, what the agendas should be. You were in back of the really a lot of the intellectual work, heavy lifting for the commitment to America. You talked about a joint uh, select committee uh, that was going to be on China. Walk us through as we it looks like we're going to be now, I don't know, 223 to 212, 225. It's uh, it's 11 to 15 seat, maybe even more, depending on how things break. And people are all over the country from Connecticut to, to Alaska to Washington to Colorado, Oregon, uh, Nevada, uh, Arizona, California, fighting for these seats because they're all a bunch of them on knife's edge. First off, can you give us an assessment where you think we stand on that and then walk us through the framework of what the agenda is going to be, both to stop the madness that's coming in the lame duck and then to go forward as we take charge in 2023, sir? Yeah, thank you, Steve. Thanks for having me. Obviously, Tuesday night was not the outcome that many of us had hoped. It's not going to be as large of a majority, but it will be a Republican majority. And that, that's the bottom line. The voters are giving us an opportunity to lead. Uh, Steve, I happen to believe that the election outcome would have been a much, much larger, but voters, while they don't want Democrats, radical Democrats in control, they're still skeptical of Republicans because the last time that Republicans had the majority, we let the voters down. So we have an opportunity over the next two years, if we do what we say we're going to do and hold the Biden administration accountable and pass the uh, agenda, the, the framework that we put forth and, and called our commitment to America, if we keep our commitments, then I believe that majority will grow uh, even larger in 2024 and we'll win back the White House as well. We have a lot of, uh, a lot of work to do in the lame duck, a big fight overspending to make sure that the that the radical Democrats don't uh, advance all of their causes that they know they won't be able to when we get the majority. So we have to fight hard in the lame duck. But on day one of the Republican majority, January 3rd, we have to roll up our sleeves, do what we say we're going to do, keep our commitments, advance the populist, uh, pro-American uh, first agenda that we promised the American people. And I, I intend to be on the front lines of making sure that that happens. So let's let's break this down for a second. What what in your mind, this uh, covenant or commitment that what what the what did the American people entrust you with? Even if it's a, an 11, 12, 15 seat majority, it's bigger than the majority that Nancy Pelosi has run this thing with. And people got to connect 2022, 2020 to 2022 because you picked up what 15 seats then. So and, and, and folks got to remember. In the Newt Gingrich Revolution in 94 and the Tea Party Revolution in 2010, that came off a 174-seat basis. So when you're picking up 50 seats or 60 seats, it came off lower. We clearly had in the gun sites 30 to 50 seats that were there. Hey, it didn't happen. These were very close. A lot of it broke the other way, but some broke our way, including the ones that we're trying to close, close now. But as you see it, what, what, what mandate do you think the American people actually gave you? Well, first of all, we, we have to secure the border. We have to use the leverage that we have with the majority, no matter how big the size of the majority. 
to secure the border, immigration policies that put American workers first, foreign policy that puts America first in its interests. Uh, we have to make America energy independent again. And the first priority, H.R. 1 of the Republican uh, majority, will be a bill to make to do just that, energy independence. Uh, we have to uh, pass balanced budgets and address inflation by being fiscally responsible. These are all things that we can do with a Repu Republican majority, no matter the size, because there's broad Republican unity on our side to advance uh, that type of, of America first agenda that for four years made America strong. And for the last two years, we've seen the opposite. So we have a mandate to do that with a Republican majority. I, as you know, Steve, I'm, I'm running for the number three leadership position, the whip job. And it, that, that job becomes even much more important in a smaller majority to make sure that we're negotiating with Republicans to pass our bills, not, not uh, negotiating with radical Democrats but to get it done with the Republican majority, uh, enforcing the what they used to call the Haster rule, that a majority of the majority of, of the Republican majority would, would support something before we whip it and support it and allow it to come out of the House. That 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 would be a, a, a major role of Republican leadership and of the, the whip job specifically. And that's that's why I feel compelled and and uh, called to step up to the plate and lead in that manner in this upcoming majority. Well, everybody that's maybe not familiar with the nomenclature, correct me wrong, if you're familiar with House of Cards, I think House of Cards, the, the, the lead character there started, he was the whip, correct? I'm not trying to make any analogy that, that you're that guy, but that was the whip job in that, in, that, uh, in that HBO series, was it not? That's right, Steve. Yeah, so it shows you that it's a very, 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 it's, it's, for folks, this is inside baseball, it's probably one of the most important jobs uh, in politics. Um, what you just laid out, right, is very coherent. The agenda, very, it ties directly into your commitment to America. It would tie into what we've talked about on the show all the time, and the audience supports the guys that went out and ring doorbells and and and, and gave money and and were call centers and all that, and are there as election officials, the precinct strategy. So, so you have a unity of command here. As I look down, just an observation, Congressman Banks. I, I don't see that as Biden's, you know, when you say secure the border, they have a radical, not just open borders. It's an invasion of borders, no ice. When I look at America first, they're all over the map. They're spending money everywhere. There's no co cohesion. You don't see any real strong commitment or any organized effort in the South China Sea or around Taiwan with the chip situation. When you see energy, I mean, they have John Kerry. Nancy Pelosi's heading to COP27. John Kerry's heading to COP27. And they've already agreed to discuss the framework for reparations. Forget, forget how radical the COP, the, 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 uh, the climate change or global warming agenda is anyway on just the, shutting down energy. And this is why Europe is in such a fiasco. But they've, take, they've gone next level. The COP27, which is people in our audience know is this, the, these massive meetings they have every year. The one in Egypt right now, the number one thing is repar reparations from the United States of America. And when I say reparations, I mean trillions of dollars of what they call reparations for climate damage. That in, in the Biden administration has John Kerry, and they've already talked about yeah, we can have we can be open to discussing about how how this could work, right? If yeah. so, if you go down everything on Biden, this this is I would just say make an observation. I think it's kind of unbridgeable. Right. It looks like unbridgeable gap there. So how as the whip or how is the guy that was one of the intellectual architects of the intellectual part of this? How do you view the unbridgeable gap? Well, Steve, it's all about leverage. That, that's what I'm talking about. We have to make sure that we get it done with the Republican majority, not not go to uh, Joe Biden and and the House Democrats and negotiate on their terms, but force them to negotiate on our terms and use the use the leverage of the spending bills that will pass. Uh, to put uh, bills on Joe Biden's desk and dare him to veto it. That, that, because you're, you're exactly right. The, these Democrats have sold out America. And we're not, we're not being given the majority by the American people to, to negotiate with them. We're giving the majority to fight back against them. We have to be bold. We have to be tough. And we have to put bills on his desk that reflect the mandate that we have. But there's also a large component of the majority which is holding the the Biden administration accountable, investigating them for what they've done to this country and holding holding them accountable in big ways. Uh, Secretary Mayorkas, what he's done to completely abandon the rule of law and open up the, the border wide open 
uh, uh, as well. So how, how are we going to hold him accountable? That, that has to happen on day one. That's what the voters are choosing us to lead to do. You'll have Rand Paul <laughs> when the Senate gets the majority. He'll, he'll have yep. oversight of the NIH to hold uh, Fauci and the NIH accountable for uh, the mess that they created after COVID. That, that's the type of mandate that we have. We have to use it. So the Republican Study Committee has been what's kind of the intellectual architecture of this. And I just want because the media is spinning it. Joe Biden says, hey, I'm, I'm prepared to work. I'm prepared to, you know, the American people said we got to work together. In the in the two years up till now, can you tell our audience how much the Democrats have have reached out to you guys to work together in, in, in the House or the White House? How much working together has it been until the votes came in starting Tuesday night that they're trying to slow walk that now know that we have the American people have actually want Republicans to be in charge. How much um, cross aisle uh, working together and hearing your ideas has there been the last two years, sir? Yeah, uh, Steve, n- not one time has Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi reached out to me, the leader of the largest caucus in Congress, to work on anything, uh, especially on issues that solve the challenges that America faces the most with inflation and energy costs and the border, the drug crisis, uh, spending. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden haven't done that a single time over the last couple of years. So how can we take their word that they would want to do that over the next two years? But that's not what Republicans are being given a majority to do. We're giving a majority to fight back against their radical agenda. And we can't back off of that. We can't betray the voters who gave us this historic opportunity to be in the majority by by negotiating with the radicals that have, have put the country in the in the place that it is today. I'm not going to let it happen. Look, people that know you, everybody is obviously very high of your character and you're, you know, you're kind of Indiana nice, Midwest nice. If you look at House of Cards and look, it's obviously a drama. But the one thing is the ruthlessness that they have to run things when it's about power. And particularly when your country's on the line, look, you've served your country, you know, but our country's on the line right now. Are you tough enough or ruthless enough to have this job, to make sure that America is actually defended and uh, that uh, you're the guy that's going to uh, and not fold and be the the, t- the guy that's got to stand in the breach, sir? Yeah, Steve, I, I, I have a, a, sol- a rock solid record of putting America first the six years that I've been in Congress. I'm proud of the, the tough work that we've done to uh, hold our party accountable and keep us in the right place over the last couple of years when a lot of Republicans wanted to abandon the American first principles uh, that have, has made our party bigger and stronger than ever. Republican study committee stood in the gap and led the way. So the, the American people are counting on us. The voters are counting on us in the majority to stand strong, be tough, fight back. That's what we have to do. And if we do that, like I said before, we will grow what might be a very small, slim majority. We will grow that majority even bigger and stronger in the 2024 election, if we keep our word. You're absolutely correct. Because the ones that, the difference between the, the 15 or 20 we picked up, or the, the 10 to 20 we picked up, and the other 30 is a knife's edge. And people are just sitting there going, hey, convince me, show me. Congressman Banks, how do people find out more about you? Where do they go? How do they find out more about you? And what's your social media if they can follow you? Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, Congressman Jim Banks or Rep Jim Banks on all of the platforms, Twitter, Facebook, through social. Uh, you can find us there. Come and follow us. Give us feedback. Appreciate it very much. You're too modest. You're a pretty tough guy. I've had the opportunity and the pleasure of knowing you for a couple of years. You've, you've had her back on many tough fights in the uh, in the Trump White House. Congressman Banks, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you, Steve. Jim Banks, uh, that's a tough job being the whip, a very tough job. Uh, look, we've got a lot of grinding to do. Uh, and that's what made, that's what made this show kind of famous was the audience are grinders. <clears throat> you're not here to be entertained. You're here to work. And that work is saving your country. OK, we're going to go back to Arizona. There's a press conference out there. We're going to go back to. Uh, by the way, we're, we're focused a lot on Arizona because Arizona is a key pivot of what's going on. Remember, this stuff started in Arizona. We're going to end it in Arizona. We have not forgotten about the rest. We're all over these other. How do I say it? Situations. OK. Nevada, Arizona, Washington. We'll be talking about Texas later. Short commercial break. Going to go back to where you get Caroline Wren. I got Natalie Winters, Ben Burkham, all of it. Short commercial break. Back in a moment.
warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. It's in my name or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we got news here. Uh, Montana 1, we've been following very closely. Montana 1, uh, Commander Ryan Zinke uh, wins that. Um in uh in montana i think that would have been a little clearer a little more maga a little more maga bigger win but commander zinke's now been uh is the um is identified as the winner so these are starting to fall in commander zinke in montana we'll try to get him on later today i want to go to caroline wren you know and and burkwam's there so the 11 a.m or the 11 a.m eastern time 9 a.m your time press conference they were going to have they kicked that to later in the afternoon too so everything is slow walked caroline yep. wren uh, and I just want to make sure the audience understands this. There's, it's a mathematical impossibility uh, for for Katie Hobbs, and even the media has kind of said that because last night they're saying on TV, well, there's no chance that Blake Masters, this thing is the Senate. It's a, it's definitely Kelly, um, and but uh, but you know Hobbs has got some work to do, or there's maybe a path for Hobbs. So if the MSNBC is saying that, they know the game's over. What, I just want our audience to understand what are they trying to do, and particularly because Carrie Lake represents. Not just Arizona as governor. She represents so much of what's happening in this movement, ma'am. I think they're trying to do a couple of things. When it comes to Carrie, they they want to they want to take the 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 fun and thrill of an election night away from her. They want tomorrow's a federal holiday and it's Veterans Day. It's a it's a wonderful day that we should be celebrating our veterans. And they want to drag this out so that it's it's on a federal holiday and it they announce it, you know, late at night going into a weekend and bury the story of what is going to be the biggest win in this country. She's going to not just win. She's going to win by extremely large margin. That's part one. The second part of this is that they are terrified and doing anything they can to try and salvage um, Mark Kelly. I Blake Masters is going to win this. I, I really believe that. And right now, but if it is really tight, I mean, the, the issues that they had on Election Day are very, very scary for someone like if I'm Blake Scamp, I would be very, very angry right now. People were, you know, leaving the line, having to go back to work. They had 20% of the ballot machines broken. And also we've learned from experience at any time in the dead of night where they take forever to count and it, funny business happens during that. Now, you know, I'm not alleging anything. I don't know of any, you know, evidence to that. So that's not what I'm, what I'm saying here though, is that it is just absolute incompetence the way that but, they but 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 we do know but hang on but we do know if you go back to that chart if we can put the the cross chart on with the blue if you go back to the chart there's 17,000 and we're trying to get up the I want to get yeah. up the if we we'll do it in the afternoon show where the guy sits there and goes Mr. Roger says but you know if it's uh if it's a problem you can just you can just vote and put it in box number 3 or behind door number 3 right. There's 17,000 votes there for, for you have it. Hang over a second. Here's what I want to do. I want to take our time on it. got Caroline. We're going to take a deep breath. I want to combine them both and play it as one whole piece. Okay. They got that. Okay. Play it as one whole piece. I want Caroline Wren to comment on this. It's chairman of the Maricopa County board of supervisors. And I'm Stephen Richard, the Maricopa County recorder. And again, the board and the recorder run uh, elections here in Maricopa County as a team. And we're very excited about how uh, things are going today on election day. We had all 223 vote centers have opened. We've already had over 45,000 people who have checked in and, and already voted today. 
We did want to come out and discuss one issue that's going on out there in about 20% of the vote centers. Again, we have 223 vote centers across the county. In about 20% of those, uh, when people will go and they try and run the uh, ballot through this tabulator, maybe one out of every five or so of those ballots, they're not going through. But this is something we've prepared for. We have a redundancy. The ballot will not go through this tabulator. And by the way, those ballots that go through this tabulator, they go back here in the machine. If their ballot's not going through the tabulator, then we will ask them to go here at door number three and place their ballot into this secure box. Those ballots will remain secure in there all day long. And at the end of voting after 7 p.m., when everything is completed, then these ballots will be taken out securely and delivered by a bipartisan team, so Republican and Democrat, down to here at the Central Tabulation Center where they will be tabulated. This is, that is not, that's not a Mr. Rogers episode. That's, Caroline, you see what a fiasco it is. But, but here's the thing, behind door number three, if you look at the, put the chart back up, there's 17,000, 17,000 votes are listed by the election officials as box number three or door number three. We have no earthy idea how many people waved off from there. And this is why Blake Masters ought to not just be lawyered up. I'd actually be in court right now, uh, you know, prepping this to say what in the hell went on here. Right. Because Blake Masters really, yeah, could come right. down to so, a thousand votes. Is, oh, Blake is Blake is all over this, as is our team. Even, you know, I, while I seem not as concerned about those 70,000 per carry because we'll win big, it doesn't matter. Every legal vote should be counted. We will fight for every single legal vote to be counted and counted correctly. And so, you know, we have 40 attorneys that are scattered all, you know, all over the different counties, especially America. But Gina Swoboda is running for, for all of us, for Blake, for Kerry, for Fincham, our election day operations. She is a genius. I know you've had her on here and she is, you know, I have complete and total confidence in her. She is all over this and monitoring it, watching it. She's got people in the tabulation centers. And so that, that 17,000 though is, you know, while it looks in this large and there's 621,000 to our estimate votes still to be counted, may 17 kind of seems small, but it isn't. Every single vote's going to matter. And this box number three thing, those were a lot of them were just placed in these boxes. Who was watching? What was the chain of custody? It is just total incompetence on Maricopa County. By the way, breaking news, we got uh, a Navy SEAL in Montana, one Ryan Zinke, and right now Navy SEAL, our own Eli Crane, just announced by Associated Press, NBC News, uh, and I think Washington Post as the winner. NBC, ABC, and the Associated Press. Yesterday afternoon, so I'm glad that the AP announced it 18 hours later, so... (laughs) Well, right. no, this is what my, here's my point. They're going to do the same thing to, to you guys. I know. That that like, uh, yeah. Eli won't like the, it was over for Eli technically like two days ago, but here, here we are. 54%, by the way, real close one, a nail biter, right? Why does um, the AP, why do we rely on the AP? I mean, that should be the real overhaul that we do here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but, but I want to go through one thing. Carrie Lake has started her transition. She's had meetings. She's already working on the border invasion. She's working on, the special session that that'll take care of this fiasco. We can report those two things that this is actually happening. Yep. Absolutely. What, uh, so walk us through, what should we look at for today? The process? What is your, what is your best guess? There's going to be a press conference this afternoon. Real America's voice will cover it. If it's in the five o'clock Eastern standard time to seven, we'll cover it. Uh, what is your sense of how they're going to try to bleed you guys out and just, and just delay, delay, delay so that this comes up at, uh, they announced this at 8.30 a.m. Sunday morning, ma'am. The, rurals will, the rural votes will trickle in today, and those are going to be very good for us. We know that. We've been winning at huge margins, as has Blake and others in the rural counties. Those will trickle in today. We expect another drop from Pima County. Pima is obviously, you know, kind of the a more left county, although we've been massively outperforming in Pima with Election Day votes and even what we thought we would in our own models. In Pima County, we're looking at another 108,000 votes of people who went and hand walked in their ballots. Again, these are people that did not want to put their ballots in the mail or put it into a, a drop box. They walked it in. Those are our people. Those break huge for us. And Carrie spent, and you know, Blake's from Pima County. Carrie spent a ton of, ton, ton of time down there. We So I actually think we're going to do well there. There's another 40,500 votes in Pima that are early votes, either ones coming in by mail. Those are going to break against us. We know that. So if I were, you know, doing the game that they're doing, I'm sure they're going to trickle those out in the morning just to make sure, oh, look, Carrie and Blake drop again. 
and still ignoring the fact that there's probably, you know, 400,000 votes that we're going to win 60% way plus. So I expect they do that. I wouldn't be surprised if Maricopa does a second part of the drop they did last night. There's still a few remaining of these, you know, mail-in ballot ones that for some reason they're, that they're still sitting on, which is unbelievable to me. And so I, I would not be shocked to see that and see potentially us dip a little bit and then it just explode, but they're going to, they're going to obviously delay the explosion or they'll trigger it out over time. So, oh, all of a sudden Carrie takes the lead by one. Oh, now it's two. Now it's three. And then by, you know, next Tuesday, nobody's ever going to report that she won by five. It's hard to really tell these numbers, but we think it's going to be decisive. And uh, they're, they're trying to take that narrative away. But, you know, outside of war, I don't think everybody really jumped on the five and a half, what, five and a half or six percent win she had in the primary. Right. Because they bled it out for, oh. for so many days. Uh, you Caroline, know, Fox, how do people? Fox News. Fox News was reporting the day after our. I mean, we knew by eight or nine p.m. You knew this, so we were going to win by five points. We stuck with our data. We knew what our votes were, and uh, like the uh, the evening news. I'm not going to say which anchor was reporting that Carrie Lake had lost the day after. So it's just, I, it's irresponsible journalism. They love to just report that Republicans lose or anyone tied to Trump. That's what they really want to do. They want this narrative right now that, you know, Trump had a horrible day and lost all these races. There is no more Trumpian ticket than in Arizona. And that is ultimately, it's not even, you know, partially it's about Kerry because they fear her because she's going to be such a absolute force. They're terrified of her. But a lot of this is about them just wanting to, you know, stick a stick a knife in Donald Trump. And they are so, so wrong on that. I think it's important to reflect here. Blake Masters is going to be within 2,000 votes. And do you know how much money Mitch McConnell spent here? Zero. Zero dollars. Yep. Spent $40 million on Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Again, every time that Mitch McConnell touches anything, it goes to shit. Like, it, it, it's just a waste of money. I'm sure this is what's going to happen in Herschel Walker. They'll do the runoff in Georgia. They'll announce Carl Rove is going to run some obscure pack. Steal $75 million of Ken Griffin and other people's money. They're going to set it on fire, running ridiculous television ads and lose us another Senate seat. If they just let Herschel be Herschel and run his race and take him around and meet with yeah. as many people as possible, put a camera in front of him, bring people along, he'll win. But I've, I've seen it too many times. And it is just if Blake Masters pulls this off, which he will, without a single penny from Washington, D.C., that uh, that is the wake up call everyone should have. Not that Donald but Trump is a bad candidate. Yeah, but that's that's also Carrie Lake put it across the goal line. Real quickly, what's your social media so people can follow you today, ma'am? It's at Caroline Wren. At Caroline Wren. Caroline Wren, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Okay, short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room in just a moment. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you all over. Friends, if you haven't heard, the Energy Information Administration warned that we have fewer than 25 days of diesel fuel left in our national stockpile. That means that fuel for trucks delivering food could run out soon. If you don't have enough emergency food, now is your chance to get some before all hell breaks loose. Our friends at My Patriot Supply are making it easy to stock up right away. They're knocking 250 bucks off of their three-month emergency food kit. That's the lowest price since 2019. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now to get this great deal. But they don't offer this all day. So get the three-month food supply now. It stays fresh for up to 25 years, so it's ready the moment you need it. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, and you'll save $250 on each three-month emergency food kit. Your orders ship fast and free. Don't wait for grocery store shelves to go empty. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Use your agency. Take action today. That is what happened. How many candidates actually made an issue of the campaign on the campaign trail that their Democrat opponent, like John Fetterman, supports abortion in the ninth month for nine-pound babies by 13-year-old girls funded by tax dollars without ever notifying the parents? Did Pennsylvania voters really know that's what, that what it was at stake? Did, did um, Dr. Oz ever endorse the 15-week pain-capable bill and have that as a response, as a reasonable restriction uh, on abortion that we can do that's supported by 60% of Americans? The reason abortion in Dobbs was a net negative for us is because we didn't fight 
back. We tried to ignore it, Steve. This is malpractice at the highest degrees. It is political malpractice when Democrats have spent half a billion dollars on a campaign issue attacking you. Look, Steve, you know as well as I do. The only reason you ignore an issue in the in the campaign trail is, is if you think it'll go away and you don't need to address it and that won't be an issue. And two, if you think you're going to lose on it by and lose more votes by responding to it. Republicans screwed the pooch on this. That's the reality. And by the way, this issue isn't going away in 2024. So we better know how to attack Democrats on this because they're going to put this on the ballot in every state they can. Every single state, they're going to put these abortion amendments on the ballot and Republicans, especially the next president of the United States, better have a good response to make Democrats pay a price and make sure voters know just how extreme they are. We lost because we didn't fight. Yeah, the extremism, we know that uh, that polled, but nobody really brought it up. Nobody got into it. Like, Do we have that a tweet? I want to just, just walk for our podcast and radio audience. Just walk down what this tweet says. I want people to understand what the numbers here are. Cause, so can you read it to people, uh, Terry Schilling? Every pro-life Republican governor who signed an abortion ban won by a landslide. Ron DeSantis signed a 20-week bill, plus 19 points. Greg Abbott signed a heartbeat bill, plus 11 points. Had $200 million spent against him, by the way. Brian Kemp signed a heartbeat bill, plus 8. Mike DeWine, plus 25. Kevin Stitt, plus 4. There wasn't a single Republican governor who signed a pro-life bill into law that lost his election uh, on, on, on Tuesday, let alone one that didn't win by eight points or less. There were no tight elections for the people that actually did something on abortion or articulated exactly what their abortion policy was. We lost because we didn't tell, vo we disrespect voters when we act like we don't need to give them our policy positions. We treat them like idiots. And that's, what's beautiful about the war room, Steve. This show is so in the weeds. You guys are our are, are, are signal, not noise. And that's what we need from our politicians. Okay, where can people go to see your explanation of this? I want to get all the audience up to speed on this thing because it's going to be a massive issue and you can't run and hide from it. And by the way, Carrie Lake will be, uh, tell me how on the scale of uh, most pro-life to run and hide, uh, where on the scale will Carrie Lake uh, fall, uh, sir? She's going to win. And and Carrie Lake didn't run from any of these issues. Carrie Lake used these family issues. And she, by the way, she was one of the first big family pledge signers to sign our pledge. And she's going to win. She waded into these issues. She didn't run from them. She exposed Katie Hobbs as the extremist on these issues. And she's going to win a very tight race in Arizona. Uh, and it's beautiful. And, and by the way, they're talking about Carrie Lake as a potential president. Uh, because of how strong of a leader she is. It's all about leadership and telling voters what you're going to do when you're in office. You can, I'm going to, I'm going to pin this to the top of my Twitter thread and all of my other social media accounts. So just go to my tweet, Twitter uh, and all my social media at shilling 1776. Please like, and reshare it so that we can get this out to all of our candidates, send it to your favorite candidates, make sure they know we have to go on offense. I break this down really clearly here. Okay, Terry, this is great. We're going to have you back on, obviously, doing deep dives on this. Thank you so much. Thanks, Steve. Let's go back to, can I go to Maricopa County? So, Burkwam, CNN ratted you out and you got it. To, tell me you got the hook from the press conference. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is unbelievable, Steve. So, we're inside there all morning long. They're not requiring press credentials uh, other than your general press credentials. There's multiple networks in there right now that don't have, they have these little red badges for specifically for Maricopa County. I get in there, I get set up, we're about to do our live hit, and the the clerk who cut, who actually kicked this out in 2020, before they had any press credential requirements, she came up, targeted us, The C, I, I believe it was the CNN producer who complained about us. We get kicked out, they don't want us in there, but all the other networks, and most of them have the little red badge, but multiple of them don't have it, they're still inside. This is, this is the bottom line, when Carrie Lakes takes over as governor, Every single person that's in leadership in Maricopa County elections needs to be fired. This is absolutely outrageous. The reason they don't want us in there is because we're actually going to ask the questions to the, to the uh, 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 county elections re recorder who's allowing this to happen. I had two questions for him. How the hell could you allow the exact same thing to happen in 2022 as he did in 2020? It's just unacceptable, but they don't want us in there. So we're, we're applying now, Steve, for their emergency press credentials. 
uh, and we'll see what happens. But it's just an absolute joke out here in Maricopa. Are there are there are there other are, are there other organizations that don't have the double? Because you've got one cr- credential, yes. but have the double yes. secret probation credential. Yes. yes. So why don't you go back? Why don't you go back right now? Why don't you go back? Why don't you go back and politely, you know, get in her face? To be polite, be polite, be polite, and just. Uh, and particularly the CNN guys, you want to get a, a make sure you interview the CNN producers, the cowardly CNN. I think I think I had some that, video. I think I have some video of it. We'll have to cut it. Uh, I, I, when I said they're okay. kicking us out, and and yeah. I was being as polite as I could, but the problem is now now they have what they've added are these walls. The, the same people that say walls are racist, they have walls all around the building. Now there are eight sheriff's officers out here. I was actually there were no sheriff's officers inside when I went in. And until the clerk came in, until CNN, re- again, this is allegedly, I saw her, they were complaining about us and they came and kicked us out. They had sheriffs come in to remove us. By the way, this is what the left wants. They, they, this is all tied together with them calling us insurrectionists. They want violence. They want people to freak out. There's no need for yeah. eight sheriff's yeah. deputies out here. There's nobody yeah. out here. When they asked me to leave, I but, left. But, I, we're respectful. But, but we're he, respectful but, but, on the right. But he, it's just but absolute, here's the, here. Go ahead. But here's the most important thing up, is Steve, what I'm the sorry. most important, most, one of the most important thing is, I couldn't tell that. The most important thing, <laughs> by the way, when I'm the steady, when I'm the steadying influence, you know, you, we got issues. <laughs> That's, a <problem. laughs> That's a problem. God, the problem. The reason they don't want you in there is they know you're going to ask four or five tough questions when they start putting up the charts. I know. That, that's what they I can't know. handle. They don't want that's exactly that. So right. we're going to, we're going to continue to press on. Okay. When we, when we take over, it's a fight. Yep. Yep. Go ahead. When we take over that ends, when we take over that ends. The end of days for the, uh, the Maricopa County corrupt officials and incompetent. If they weren't incompetent, why is this taking so long? Why think, why can't they count them sooner? Right. They don't want to count them sooner. They're doing this on purpose. Ben Burkholm, just hang on one second. I want to go to, uh, I got Natalie winners, Natalie, uh, you heard Jim Banks. He wants to be the whip. You've seen the agenda you've done. In fact, you're compiling all your investigations you've done over the last couple of years. Give us your, give us your sense of things. And by the way, announced while we were on air while Biden is over, I think it's in Bali, right? They're going to have, I think it's the G20. Uh, the, uh, there's going to be a side meeting first time she and Bali and she and Biden are going to meet on Monday. Remember, Biden brags about he spent more time with Xi uh, than anybody. And, of course, that kind of shows up in the laptop from hell where they're bragging about that all the time and, and cutting these deals with the Chinese Communist Party. Natalie Winters, your thoughts about uh, banks and about the agenda and about what's got to happen here? Yeah, it was Biden who famously bragged about over 25 hours of private meetings with Xi Jinping at an Atlantic Council event and to really have things come full circle. Um, a few years ago during the campaign, I had actually submitted a Freedom of Information Act request to the U.S. State Department asking for all relevant information pertaining to those meetings. Who was there? Who was translating? What did they talk about? Any ostensibly important documents, information about those meetings. And believe it or not, well, I'm sure you believe it, uh, the U.S. State Department gave me, I think it was about a five to six year uh, window in terms of returning these documents, which would have been way past even the end of Joe Biden's then very unlikely first term. Um, but do you know who actually wrote a letter to the U.S. State De- Department on my behalf asking them to expedite this process to get these documents? It was actually none other than Congressman Jim Banks. So he really has always been an advocate, um, not just going after the Biden regime, but specifically these Chinese Communist Party ties. I mean, I think that these investigations, whether it's the origins of COVID, the NIH's role, gain-of-function research, Hunter Biden, Afghanistan, um, the list really does go on. Um, I think that this is our prime opportunity to really get to the bottom of the central question, which not only are we seeing on full display right now when it comes to the counting of election results, but is the Biden regime, are they fueled by incompetence or malfeasance? And I think my theory of the case, as is, I think, the War Room show, is the latter. So the question is really, where does this malfeasance, where does this frankly drive to, I think, destroy America from within, derive from? I think a lot of times, at least with the case of Hunter Biden, uh, you can sort of loop it back to the Chinese Communist Party and foreign influence operations. Um, but I think that it's also the answer when it comes to things like Afghanistan and the origins of COVID, right? It wasn't just that the NIH didn't know what was happening in Wuhan. They were very okay with funding gain-of-function research. So I think we're very 
strongly positioned um, to be going into these investigations, looking for that angle of attack. And I think for the first time in a long time, you know, it's quality over quantity. Um, the Republicans that we have in leadership, obviously, we need to remove some people from positions of leadership, but people like Jim Banks, a lot of the fighters that we've elected in this new new and upcoming Congress are people who actually want to get to the bottom, don't just want to, you know, cut sound bites for their campaign ads from hearings. These are people who actually care about the issues. So like I said, it's quality over, over quantity. Um, and I think we have a lot of really heavy hitters. Uh, Natalie, uh, real quickly, given what you've seen in these investigations, is there any way you can have that it doesn't, I won't say devolve into, but lead to catech- just monster battles next year in the spring of summer next year, these investigations and where you've seen some of this go as they dig in? We've got about 30 seconds. So what's your what's your predictions right now for how tough, if the Republicans do what Banks said they're going to do in the investigation side, how tough is this going to get? I mean, we have the chance to really unmask the entire apparatus that is the in-your-face state, the deep state, the permanent political class, all the way from Beijing to the green energy agenda here um, to Afghanistan. And I don't think we've ever had an opportunity like this before. Natalie, how do people get to you? Where do they go? Natalie G. Winters on all platforms. She's our executive editor and the co-host, Natalie. Thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you this afternoon. Natalie Winters. Short break. We got uh, James Finch from uh, Home Title Lock and, of course, the one and only Mike Lindell. Next in the War Room. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did In multiple school districts in the great state of Texas, the left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and guess what? They're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Now go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Bannon. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Make an impact. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Mike Lindell joins us now here in the war room. Uh, Mike, you've got so much going on. We're going to have you on for a deeper dive in your tech guys this afternoon and tomorrow. Walk me through everything that's happening. Well, we've got, uh, um, with everything that's going on there, we've kept our other parallel track going on, Steve. And we've got in Arizona, we just appealed to the Arizona Supreme Court for Cochise County to hand count their election. And uh, these are all important cases we have going across the country, but that one's real important. And we have the other one, another one in Wisconsin. We have a complaint now filed against the WEC in Wisconsin, the Crooked WEC. Uh, it's, a two, it's a two-way communication they did in the election with, a, with their tabulators to an unofficial IP address. So, uh, Steve, we have these going all across the country. And I'm, I'm just so excited because we've got, um, you know, these are steps to get rid of the machines, get us back to elections, not selections. And... Uh, I believe we are going to get the uh, the Senate. I believe everything great news is going to come out of Nevada and Arizona um, over the next uh, 24 how, hours. How, 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 how important is it Fincham and Marchant and then Carrie Lake in, uh, in, in, uh, in Arizona and Nevada to get this sorted for, about the machine issues? How, is import, how important it, it, is it they, for them to it, win? It's, about as, it's as critical as it gets. And, and because they through, I believe Arizona, you get Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham in there. They are going right after these uh, these machines. Remember, they have a case in Arizona 
uh, they, th- that they put up a few months ago, a uh, preliminary injunction to get rid of the machines altogether in Arizona. And that was, that was denied on standing. Well, now we're appealing that to the Supreme Court and they, uh, uh, and that will, uh, or they are Carrie Lake and, Mar- and Mark Fincham. So uh, great. They are critical that they win. Absolutely critical to our country, to our nation and, uh, and to the state of Arizona and Nevada. And uh, we've we, got to, yeah. this is the long game and the short game. So it's, uh, yeah, and they're going to do it, Steve. Did, I really believe it. Yeah, we just got kicked out of the press conference right there at the Maricopa County. So Mar- our Ben, Real America's Voice owned Ben Burkholm, one of the best investigative reporters. Uh, how did they get, how does everybody get to you? You got so much going on. Where's the one place they can go and see that all the fights you're fighting on all the different fronts and all the new evidences you guys have, this incredible uh, crime scene desk you have? Where do people go? Yeah. Yeah, you guys go to get the Frank Speech app. I can't say enough that go there and watch. We have a 24-7 Lindell TV. And uh, I'm, every, I'm on again today at 6 p.m. Central Time. And uh, we're putting everything up there. We've got all the, you want to know what happened in your state or in your race, check it out on Frank Speech. And uh, um, if, I'm, I'm very excited, Steve. As you know, you talked to me this morning. And and uh, I think it's couldn't, the way things are unfolding, we couldn't ask for any uh Anything uh, yeah. better at this no, moment in time? Fantastic, Mike. Uh, see you guys uh, this afternoon. Thank you so much, yep. Mike Lindell. Right. Mike Lindell, going everywhere, traveling everywhere. Uh, by the way, Colton Duncan uh, f- uh, from uh, the um, from the uh, campaign just put it, over thirty percent of polling places in Maricopa County, the largest county in the nation, had issues with voting machines on election day. We are not a serious country. This is Colton Duncan. Let me go. One of the things I'm very worried about, we got economic news today. Cortez is going to be with me for the whole hour. We're going to go through the inflation news today and the real inflation that's hidden in the numbers. Or they're in the numbers. Media doesn't want to talk about it. Your home right now is an asset, although, you know, prices, all this discussion about prices dropping, that's your biggest asset. You must secure it. I asked James Finch, a cybersecurity advisor over at Home Title Lock. James, I'm more worried about this right now of people getting uh, hoodwinked or something happening because right now their lives, their financial lives are going to depend upon their house and the equity in their house. How do people protect themselves? How big a problem and how do they protect themselves? Steve, this problem is much bigger than it was even when I was in the FBI. And with our current economic situation, I anticipate an uptick in home title theft and basically theft of a home. And the reason for this is that your home's title is publicly accessible information. Anyone anywhere in the world can access your home's title with your signature on that title over the internet. And with a forged document, forged signature on that document, and a fake notary stamp, your home's title can be transferred out of your name into the bad guy's name. And at that point, the bad guy then starts taking out loans, draining the equity, the hard-earned equity from your home. And with the slowdown in the housing market, bad guys don't, they don't care about the rising interest rates because they have no plans to pay back the loans they take out on your home. And the best way to guard against this is to monitor your home's title 24-7. And unfortunately, your home's title is right there at the county recorder's office, and it's easy enough to get to. And as a result, with home title lock, your title is monitored 24-7, and any change, any addition to it, automatically alerts home title lock, who alerts the homeowner. At that point, you thwart the bad guy's attempts to steal your home's title and basically prevent you from being out on the street when someone comes and knocks on your door because some bad guy has taken your home's title and taken out loans on your home. On the street or you're paying off, the other option is you're paying off hundreds of thousands of dollars of loans at jacked up interest rates. It's a disaster either the way. Where do people go right now and how do they have to, where do they have to log in for the special deal? People can go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com and learn all about the many cases of people who have fallen victim to this type of crime. They can also find out how they can protect themselves from becoming a victim 
of home title theft. HometitleLock.com. I need everybody to take time to, to, go, to, do, to go do this. When you hear the economic news, we're going to walk you through economic news that came out today on CPI. We're going to break it all down with Steve Cortez myself in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, and you're going to want to make sure that you've got all your financial assets. And remember, your home is your greatest financial asset. One more time, James, where do people go? People should go to HometitleLock.com. That's HometitleLock.com. Thank you, brother. James Finch, former FBI, back in the days when the FBI was the FBI, uh, from cyber a cyber security advisor over to Home Title Lock. Thank you, brother. Okay, we got Cortez at five. We're going to go through economics and also a lot of politics, capital markets. Uh, we're going to break it all down. Of course, we're going to go around and drill down on exactly how we secure these majorities and governorships. Tough, tough fights, but this is a tough, tough fight club crowd. Be back here at five o'clock. Where are we going to be? You're going to be in the war room. See that. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.